Welcome to Another Day Above Ground, a show for, by, and about baby boomers. It's the podcast for people who have no idea how to download a podcast. And now, here's your host, Dale Irvin. Well, thank you, Farad, and thank you once again, all of our baby boomer friends, for listening to our show. We really enjoy bringing this to you because, hey, we're all baby boomers. Who else are we going to talk to? And by we, I'm referring to my two partners. First of all, from the great state of Indiana, the Aristotle of comedy, Mr. Tim Slagle. When questioned about Roe versus Wade, the president said is that he doesn't care how Mexicans cross the river. <laughs> oh, I can't believe you started with that. I can't oh. believe you dredged that one up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's and Roe versus Wade or Troll. Uh, court- Joining us from Denver, Colorado, it's the alleged voice of reason, Carolyn Strauss. Yeah, the voice of reason. Yeah, I dare you right now (laughs) to call me the voice of reason. No reason at all, just like the Supreme Court. Wow. Wow. (laughs) You guys are all rather hostile. I I thought we'd all be reveling in the wonderful victory by, uh, what was Rich Strike in the the Kentucky Derby. And 80 to 1 odds that this guy took into the Derby. He was only added at the last time because somebody else got scratched. Hmm, I wonder how that happened, huh? Nobody's (laughs) looked into that. But yeah, 80. The jockey's name Tanya Harding? But they, they asked the jockey afterwards and said, man, this is something that's rarely done. He said, you want to meet the President Biden? He goes, no, if I wanted to see a horse's ass, I'd come in second. Oh, and, and, oh, 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 oh that's you give right there with the your bell. joke, bell. You give yourself the bell after accusing me? It was a very weak me. bell on that. Very weak. <laughs> in honor of the two jokes that we are older than both of us. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Yeah, those, two, those are two jokes that should not be above ground. <laughs> Anyhow, we have got a very, very special guest for you today. First of all, look out the window. If you think the weather's nice, where this gentleman comes from, it's always nice. Jeffrey Owens is coming to us from Hawaii, the lovely island of Oahu. And uh, Jeff is, among other things, he is a uh, uh, an ex-Marine. He is an ex-police officer. He uh, it was on the negotiation uh, uh, squad for, like, hostages and stuff. He's also a recognized speaker, member of the Certified uh, Professional Speakers, and a, uh, and a uh, member of the Hawaii Professional Speakers Hall of Fame. So thank you very much for joining us, Jeff. How are things in the islands today? Hey, aloha, everybody. It's, uh, well, very boring. It's another beautiful day in paradise. <laughs> Do you even have weather reports there? Oh, sure. Yeah. If you want to be a weather uh, person in Hawaii, it's really easy. You you memorize this, okay? Today, it will be between 78 and 82 degrees, sunshine, blue skies, uh, occasional white clouds, with a little bit of rain in the mountains, mountains areas occasionally. Have a nice day. Hmm. <laughs> it always amazes me when I hear people on the island you know, talking about going on vacation. Where are you going to go, Kansas? I mean, well, actually, actually, for Hawaii, people in Hawaii, Las Vegas is literally, they call it the ninth island. 
Mm. Really? Yeah. We, we, we are the people of Hawaii. I mean, we, you go to Las Vegas, you throw a rock into a crowd, you're going to hit three people from Hawaii. As uh, gambling patrons or just go there for the, the entertainment and the shows or, or what, what draws you? Kind of an all of the above. I mean, you know, there are people that go for the, for the gambling and, and for the shows. A lot of them, hey, in Hawaii, we like food. You have, or Vegas has, buffets. <laughs> <laughs> From yesterday. I and, think they're just going for, for vacations long enough to claim residency so they don't have to pay Hawaii state tax. Well, that, that, could, be, that could be a possibility. <laughs> the other thing is you sit at the, uh, the slot machine, they bring you free drinks. <laughs> that's true, that's true. See, we, we, there is there is logic to what we do but jeff what i'm interested in in learning more about is uh, in hawaii you all live what they call the aloha spirit and uh you know I, I i've seen it and my brother used to live over there for a few years and i'd go over and visit him all the time and i've experienced it but tell us exactly what what is the aloha spirit you know, that, that's a wonderful question, and I mean that in all sincerity, because, you know, we talk about aloha as like a greeting, you know, it's a, it's a welcome, it's a farewell, it's a term of endearment or affection, you know, I, I got so much aloha for you people, that kind of a thing. And these are all uh, part of the reality of what aloha is, because aloha transcends, you know, any specific definition in that sense because it becomes, at least in my view, it's more than just a word or even an action. We talk about, you know, acting with aloha, which is a wonderful, fantastic thing that I encourage. It talks about service with aloha, which is another fantastic thing I encourage. But for us as individuals, I really see aloha as a personal value. You know, when you really think about it, we are our values. Our values are us. They guide our character, our decisions, our relationships. And if we so choose, we can embrace the concept of aloha as a personal value to guide our lives and make our lives more fulfilling, uh, more productive, and overall happier in every way. You know, one of the things I like to do is uh, I use the acronym of aloha. And it comes, there's actually a law in Aloha Hawaii. It's a symbolic law, not one you get arrested for, but uh, it's a symbolic law. And there's an acronym in there. And the first day of aloha is akahai. Now, of course, everybody knows how to pronounce that. <laughs> so akahai. And what that expresses is that it means kindness to be expressed with tenderness, which really interprets to compassion. And so having compassion for others and understanding that, you know, none of us are perfect. You know, good people make bad decisions. Good people make poor choices. Good people give in to temptation and accepting that we are all good people. So having compassion for yourself is a part of that concept. So being compassionate, forgiving and understanding of yourself as well as others. You know, in Hawaii, we're raised to take our shoes off before we walk in the house. That's just a Hawaii thing. It's a polite and courteous thing to do. I thought it was because there's sand everywhere. Yeah, there's sand. And you stop to think. Uh, we, we had an agricultural plantation background, people with muddy shoes and all that. And then everybody with their clean carpet in their house. So it became a thing. You take your shoes off. But one of the things I explain to people is understand not everyone was raised to take their shoes off before they walk in the house. 
And the fact that they come from a different background and have a different understanding doesn't make them wrong. It doesn't mean they're being rude or purposeful, you know, uh, uh, malicious to you. It just means they come from a different background. So that lokahi and that compassion understands that not everybody comes from the same place. And as I said, very importantly, have compassion for yourself too, because none of us are perfect. I and always, uh, uh, on my yeah. visits to Florida, I understood that uh, service with Aloha means about 20 minutes late. Well, we, we have what we call <laughs> <laughs> It's like, hey, you know what? There's, there's, uh, there's you know, there's, there's uh, Hawaii, there's what you call, you know, Western time, you know, Pacific time and mountain time and Eastern time. Then there's Hawaiian time, which is about 20 minutes either side of that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the L in Aloha would be for Lokahi. And lokahi means unity, to be expressed with harmony. And I'm a firm believer the first point of harmony is to have harmony with yourself, to be understanding and in harmony with yourself. So if you want to have more happiness and joy and positive relationships in your life, respect yourself and be in harmony with yourself, be forgiving of yourself. And once you have that harmony with self, now you can develop positive relations with others those harmonious relations. And for us in here in Hawaii, and for my personal, you know, viewpoint of this, is, you know, that, that first relationship of harmony is with me, then it goes to my family and my friends. Hopefully it'll go out to our, 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 our co-workers and those that we, we interact with, to our community. And ideally, under the concept of aloha, that harmony goes to all that is the air, the land, the water, whatever higher powers people choose to believe in. Because when we have that harmony, we're going to have positive relationships. And those positive relationships are going to work really, really well in our families. Jeff, so, speaking yeah. of your family, you have nine grandchildren, if I understand that correctly. Good yeah. luck keeping the L and the harmony with nine grandchildren. You're right. I've, I've got nine grandkids and I'm so disappointed because I want 10. I like oh. an even number. Why, <laughs> but so you don't... form a baseball team, like a Hawaiian baseball team or something? Yeah, that's, you know, you know we could get a sporting event. We're going to do it rather than keeping up with the Kardashians. We'll keep keeping up with the Owens clan. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, actually that, 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 that harmony does work in our family very, very well. And that's what I was going to say for, you know, for all of us, you know, to develop that positive relationships in our families, you know, no, we're not going to be perfect. We're going to make mistakes. There's going to be discord. But to the best of our ability, trying to create that harmony is a really positive thing. You know, the uh, the next, it would be the O of Aloha, right? And I know everybody knows what Olu Olu is. <laughs> so the O is it's Olu Olu. It's usually extra. I know that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like a massage with the Olu Olu, please. Yeah, yeah. Let me have a little side Olu Olu with that, uh, with that barbecued beef. Uh, but uh, so Olu Olu actually is all about being pleasant. You know, we're all confronted with unpleasant circumstances, situations, uh, you know, incidents that occur, you know, downfalls of relationships, but understanding that we own our own spirit and that no matter what the external is and no matter how unpleasant it is, you get to decide whether you will be a pleasant person or not. And that's really the key of that, you know. Then there's the H, which is ha-ha-ha. So we all get to laugh, ha-ha-ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> and what that is, it's about humility and modesty 
but not in the sense of a false modesty of, oh, I'm not so good, I'm not so deserving, but an understanding, again, that, you know what? We're all human beings, and we are all, all entitled to be treated with dignity and respect, regardless of our backgrounds, regardless of our disagreements, regardless of our social economic standing, right? Because, you know, just being different is not the same as being wrong, you know? And uh, again, you know, we will have disagreements, but understanding that we all come from distant backgrounds and being respectful of that. And then the last A, and I'm kind of really going fast on this here. I'd normally spend a lot more time on these, but the last A is for Ahonui. And actually, if you look at it, it says perseverance to be expressed with, I mean, patience to be expressed with perseverance. But in reality, as I explained to people from my background as a cop and a hostage negotiator, is that's really about the self-discipline not to give in to the temptation to go off on that idiot that's giving you a bad time. Tell him, you know what? I'm going to put you in your place and then I'm going to slap you upside the head. <laughs> Which all of us have those incidents that we'd like to do, but understanding that oh, uh, you know, the, the Ahonui is having the self-discipline to be patient and look back at all of those others in the acronym to try to form the best positive relationships with ourselves and others, which contributes to the best possible life. Relieving of stress for our health, relieving of stress for positive relationships. So that's my quick take on the spirit of Aloha. Well, for our listeners, you know, if you're planning a trip to Hawaii, please memorize these words. Let me give them to you one more time. Akahai lokahi ulu ulu ha'a ha'a alonui. And just spread those, say those to the cab driver, and you probably, you know, get looked at oddly. But um, it that, sounds that, like that, what Chambi would say when Pee Wee opened, uh, would got <laughs> to make his wish. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, you know one thing I think Jeff that that, that baby boomers, our, our primary listening audience need to be more aware of is, you know, is you were a hostage negotiator and you know all about negotiations through that. And and how can can we apply negotiation tactics to our every life? And as you as you may know, I'm I'm very good friends with John Patrick Dolan, who wrote the book on negotiate like the pros. And uh, you know, he says that you can use this technique in all aspects of your life, which I, I, I do. What do you think about it? You know, um, yeah, do we have uh, three or four hours? <laughs> you know, I uh, wish I did. No, but we do have an editing machine, so go ahead. Yeah, okay. But listen, <laughs> I'm going to go with this very, very quickly. No, yeah, you're right. We have all been negotiating all of our lives. When you were a little kid, you'd negotiate, Mom, can't I stay up just five minutes longer? I promise I'll be good, you know, and, you know, and all the different things, you know. Uh, we've negotiated all our lives. And oftentimes people are focused on this idea of, you know, getting to yes. And I, I talk about, no, we need to get to know. And by no, I mean the K-N-O-W. If you know yourself, your position, if you know the other side and their position, that in-depth understanding. So there's a trinity of things that I like to talk about when I do my in-depth and uh, extensive trainings on, on negotiation is why, what, and how. You know, you've all heard those terms. But, you know, why are these people negotiating from the position they are? You know, why are you negotiating from the position you are? 
why are you adamant about this or not adamant about that? Same on the other side, right? You know, so understanding your why is so critically important because once you can understand all of the various whys, whys about you, whys about your position, whys about uh, the other side and their positions, uh, why they would even engage with you at all or not, all these different things, the why will inform the what. Once you can understand what it is that they are trying to accomplish, what it is they truly desire, what it is they are willing to give in order to get what they want, understanding what you are willing to give to get what you want, then that will empower the how. So then actually the negotiation doesn't become adversarial where you're trying to get me to give you and I'm trying to get you to give me. Well, then we understand that we both have mutual goals that are not necessarily in opposition to one another. So now how do we negotiate to where we both get to a place that we can agree that we're all right with this? So one of the things... One of the things as a baby boomer that I, I tell people when when you're in any sort of negotiation or any buying anything, basically, is you always say, does that include my senior discount? <laughs> I'm curious. <laughs> I've had people say, oh, we don't offer a senior yeah, that... discount. Are you kidding? The donut shop right over there, they offer a senior discount. Why wouldn't you? Dale, if I'm, Dale of... if I'm ever a hostage... I don't want you negotiating. <laughs> and by the way, what about my senior discount? <laughs> no, but, you know, I, I will say, you know, when I was, you know, actively negotiating with people in life and death situations, understanding why the person has taken a hostage in the first place was critical. Because oftentimes people have put themselves in a position they really don't want to be in. And so if you can understand the why, then you know what is going on. And then you can negotiate how do you give them a face-saving way out. And this applies in the business world also, that sometimes people have maybe taken a position. They really don't want to be in that position. If you can understand that, you can negotiate them out of it. Hey, Jeff, have you tried marriage counseling? That sounds like a hostage situation to me that some people would want to get out of. Well, you know, I don't know. I've only got 46 years of marriage behind me. So, you know, I'm still an amateur. I will say, mentioning marriage counselors, I had a friend uh, whose ex-husband was a professional marriage counselor who'd been married five times. Well, he knew what he was talking about that. He kept you know? wanting to get it right, yes. And then one he was those, an optimist. And I one love of those that. do as I do, do as I say, not as I do, you know. But not really, uh, negotiation is something that we all are familiar with. We all do it all the time. And it's really being uh, kind of looking at the common sense things within yourself. And you'll find you're a much better negotiator than you might have even known you were. But you said the why, the how, and what's the last one? How do we finish? How do why? we finish the negotiating? So I, I I run the pattern of understanding why will inform what, which will empower how. Okay. Okay. So and let me just add to that. <laughs> I think yeah, Dale's trying to send us a message. <laughs> I don't know what language that was, but it was really well done. This is this is my favorite. Humu humu nuku nuku apua'a. That's the state fish of Hawaii. 
which yeah. is about that big. So size is not everything. <laughs> I speak Hawaiian chocolate covered macadamia nuts. There we go. Which you did send to me one time a while ago, Jeff, and I love them and thank you for that, darling. That's my pleasure. I, I, my, my wife says I, I engage in, in serial nice attacks. You do. <laughs> so what uh, what else can you tell us that would uh, benefit uh, from all of your uh, from all of your experiences and 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 things that uh, that you know that you uh, believe in and teach other people? What do you think would be valuable for baby boomers? What do we need to know going down the road towards the next step? Many of us are retired, you know, so we're looking for some. First of all, do you want retired baby boomer Howleys in Hawaii or you just want them to visit, not move there? Well, no, hey, they're all welcome as far as I'm concerned, you know. <laughs> they got money, right? <laughs> I would assume so, you know. <laughs> you know, uh, we're, we're a tourist and service-based economy. You know, I'll tell you what, though, I don't know who can afford to move to Hawaii because right now the median price, median price for a house in Hawaii is over a million dollars. How much is uh, gas in Hawaii right now? Uh, about $5 and five twenty-five somewhere around there. A I just heard on the news that Elon Musk made an offer to buy the entire island. So, you know, there you go. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, you know, uh, what's the Oracle guy? Larry uh, just went blank. You know, uh, he bought the island of Lanai. Who did? Uh, uh, just went blank. The owner of Oracle. Larry, Larry Page. Uh, Larry uh, Page? No. Uh, Larry Curly and Mo. And uh, <laughs> really, I didn't know you could do that. He, he bought well, the island. Is that restricted to get on there now? No, not really. Uh, he bought 98% of the island. 2% still belongs to the county of Maui. Um, uh, man, the name is on the tip of my tongue. It keeps popping in my brain. But I'll, uh, uh, anyway, I'll come back. But no, uh, uh, there's a, it's been owned uh, privately, the majority of the land, for decades and decades and decades. Once upon a time, the island of Lanai, here's something everybody I'm sure knows, uh, the island of Lanai can, uh, uh, produced 98% of all the pineapple in the world. Wow. Yeah. But, but there people weren't out. eating that much back then. Larry no, Ellison. They, they shut down all the pineapple plantations now. Did they really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. The coolest thing, I stayed on Lanai one time, and the coolest thing on that island was a sporting clays course in which you got into a golf cart with your shotgun, and you drove the golf cart all around this beautiful thing going from target to target. And you had a golf cart, your shotgun, and a place for your beer. It was the best experience. <laughs> Larry, no, but, Larry but, Ellison. But, but, Larry Ellison. Ellison. That was it. It was on. I kept going. Erickson. Elli it's Ellison. Larry Ellison. Yeah. He, you know. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, but you know, you'd ask. You know, like, kind of like a, a final comment to the baby boomers and all that. Um, and I sincerely mean it. You know, understand the spirit of aloha, that it is having respect for yourself and respect for others, having uh, a willingness to be compassionate to yourself as well as to others because you know we are uh, it's all about our relationships our relationships with others and our relationships with our own selves and so building that positive relationship is really the foundation for happiness productivity and good health 
Couldn't I uh, couldn't have said it better myself. Now, one one last thing, and that is uh, for uh, baby boomers that are coming over, maybe for the first time to visit Hawaii, you know, and they'll know of all of the tourist places and things to see. As an insider, as a lifelong resident, what would you recommend they see? Oh, boy, you know, the tough point on that is there's just so much. And it kind of depends on what they're interested in, but I'll kind of run it down. If you are interested in, you know, historical things, well, we have on the island of Oahu, we have Pearl Harbor, we have the, you know, USS Arizona, we have the Bowfin, we have, you know, uh, the Bishop Museum. You know, these are, you know, phenomenal for people that are interested in that kind of history. Uh, if you want the best beaches, the island of Oahu does have the very best beaches in the state. You know, if you want really laid back, relaxed, not a whole lot of demands, just kind of, you know, cool, chill out and go to the island of Kauai. And Kauai is a very beautiful, laid back, relaxed place. Uh, they got the Fern Grotto, they got Wailua River, um, Waialiali, one of the wettest spots in the world. But you know, there's a lot of, th but really there's not a lot of touristy is, stuff there. You can kind of kick back. What is the wettest oh. spot in the world? Mount Waialiali. Ali Ali? You know, conventional, conventional spelling. Okay. <laughs> I want to go to I want to go to that bar on Magnum PI. You know, that's where I want to go. I want to go hang out with those guys at that yeah, bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, go to La Mariana uh, out on Sand Island uh, in uh, on the island of Oahu. Now, if you want uh, a lot of really very you know natural, uh, the traditional you know tropical jungles, the lush greenery, as well as a whole lot of really cool stuff like active volcanoes, go to the Big Island. Uh, the Big Island of Hawaii, we have an active volcano. Now, it's not currently like throwing lava up in the air, but we're one of the weird places in the world when the when the, when the uh, volcanoes erupt. We don't run away. We run to go watch it. <laughs> it's great. I was there for the last eruption, man. It was very cool. <laughs> like, very tornadoes cool. At, like tornadoes in the Midwest. Sirens yeah. <laughs> go off and ever, all the guys run to their porch. Yeah, go watch that thing. So, but the Big Island is big enough that you can take all the other islands and put them on top with room to spare. I yeah. think Dale wants to know where you get the best pot. Anywhere? Uh, upon the advice of my attorney, I have no recollection of the election. <laughs> 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 Last time it was a guy named Humununu. And... Yeah, yeah. So the Big Island is great for natural wonders, waterfalls, lush green forests, and that kind of thing, uh, and a lot of diversity. And then the island of Maui. Uh, kind of one of my favorites there is uh, kind of a mix of all. If you go to the Lahaina Ka'anapali area, you're going to have, you know, the hotels and the resort experiences. You go out to the area they call Kihei, and there's going to be that uh, resort experience type thing. But then you can go further out around uh, towards the, uh, what would that be? That'd be the, uh, I guess, the northern side of the island. We don't use north, south, east, west here. We use Malcolm Mackay, that kind of thing. But uh, if you go around towards the Hana direction, you're going to find a lot more of the rural laid back. If you go to up country, uh, up on Haleakala, then that's very pastoral and very beautiful. And Haleakala Crater is definitely uh, a place you do want to go visit once in a lifetime. Absolutely. Well, there you have it, my uh, my baby boomer listeners, is we have a, a, a tour guide for you. We have instructions on how you can live aloha with 
which uh, once again is Akahai Lokahai Olu Olu Ha'a Ha'a Alonui. So that's, uh, you know, put that in your spell check. And uh, we have had a, a wonderful time with uh, Jeffrey Owens. Jeffrey, if, if anybody wants to get a hold of you and learn more about the Aloha Life or how to book you as a speaker, where would they go? Well, my, uh, my email is my name, Jeff, J-E-F-F, at jeffreyowens.com, J-E-F-F-R-E-Y, sometimes put the E-Y-R, J-E-F-F-R-E-Y-O-W-E-N-S.com, which is also my website, jeffreyowens.com. And my business line is area code 808-674-8601. There you go. Now everybody out there, all all both of our listeners can now get a hold of you. So expect weird calls in the middle of the night because you're, you know, well, the middle and, of the and, night here is like noon for you. So that's and, and I will say one thing. Uh, if you want to contact me to find out the correct pronunciation of the words that Dale mangled, I'll have to take HSL, Hawaiian as a second language. <laughs> Anyhow, thank you, Jeffrey. Yank, uh, thank you, Boomers. Uh, anything uh, left to wrap up? Carolyn, any final words? I'm just so excited I know a hostage negotiator. If that, you know, if things go the way they might go in my life, I may need to call you for that, Jeff. Might? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jeff, if there's a call from Carolyn's apartment, it's not necessarily Carolyn. <laughs> you think it's them asking for help? Get me out. How do I get away from this woman? Get me out. My first question would be, why Carolyn? <laughs> Tim, any last comments? Just go to timslegal.com, find out about tour information, etc. And please visit daleirvin.com where you can sign up for free for the Friday Funnies, and I will be in your email every Friday to make you laugh. That being said, also visit our website, anotherdayaboutground.com, where you can go for, see all of our back issues, learn more about us, and encourage all of your friends to listen to. Other than that, go out and have a wonderful day, because today is Another Day Above Ground. And that's it for Another Day Above Ground. For Dale, Tim, and Carolyn, I'm Farad Muhammad. Thanks for listening.